Okay, let's go ahead and jump right on in, y'all. The Elimination Chamber is just ending. One hell of a show. Oh, who am I? This is Jason Jones. Today, not with my son, uh, Jason II or Jason Jr., whatever you want to call him. Uh, his actual name is Jason Jones II, but most people just call him Junior. And this is the Yes, We're Watching Wrestling Podcast. Uh, Lil Jay is with his, um, not with him, he's with his mom this weekend, so he didn't watch the Elimination Chamber with me, which is rare. We normally watch all of the events together. But that being said, still want to go out here, chime in, let y'all know what I thought. Maybe we'll come back with a father-son duo. Uh, to recap the event uh, early next week, but no better time to strike than the present. I just want to say, first off, love the show. It was great. Enjoyed it. And I feel like there were some stars, born stars, cemented, however you want to put, you know, you know, shape it. You know, some of these people were already stars, but now you look at them after this night, I think you've got even more to talk about. Okay, so let's go ahead and start with the the women's chamber match. Uh, did I even say? Yeah, this started in uh, Elimination Chamber took place in Montreal, so you got a Canadian crowd. You know, heavy Canadian presence on the card, of course. But go ahead and get started with the women's chamber match. I think this one went how it was supposed to go. Of the six uh, competitors in the chamber, Asuka, from what I said, is the one who was worthy of a WrestleMania match with Bianca in terms of star power, experience, all that stuff, name recognition. To me, that was the only way the match could have gone. But even, you know, so there's no complaints for me with Asuka versus Bianca Belair at WrestleMania. I thought I found this match to be enjoyable. I thought that Asuka had some really good moments. She wasn't the only one, but there, she had some good moments in there. I think the... Uh, Double submission with Natalia to eliminate Liv Morgan was cool. You know, overall, you know, the way Carmella uh, sold being that kind of slimy heel, all that. All in all, very enjoyable match. I had a good time uh, watching it. Uh, probably the more confusing match, but not that it wasn't enjoyable uh, all the way, was the uh, Brock Lesnar-Bobby Lashley matchup. Not really sure what you had from here. And that crowd was clearly behind Brock, but I and I imagine maybe in the states it would be the same way because even though Brock is cast as this monster heel, yeah, in most cases the fans seem to like Brock unless Brock has the belt, and it's been a while since he's had the belt. But what I don't know is how do you uh, insert Bray Wyatt in all this, especially given the way the match ended. You know, with Brock with the low blow for DQ. Remember Friday night on SmackDown, uh, Bray kind of teased that the winner of this match, would he would see them next or get ready, he'd be next, you know. But I don't know what you do, how you do that in the way this match ended. Uh, I have one kind of wacky outside-the-box uh, prediction or thought. Maybe they throw us a crazy curve and you get Bobby and 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 Brock Lesnar together as a team <laughs> against Bray Wyatt and Uncle Howdy at WrestleMania. How you get there, I have no idea. But the way this match ended, 
know, Brock destroying the ref, destroying Bobby after the match. I don't know how you would make them tag team partners. I'm not saying it makes sense. I'm not predicting it's going to happen. I'm just saying you got to throw every idea out there to figure out what's next. Then you had, you know, your Judgment Day, which is Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley against Edge and uh, Beth Phoenix. And Canada gets uh, their first victory with Edge and Beth winning that match. And obviously Rhea goes on to focus on Charlotte Flair and WrestleMania. And I think there's still a lot that can be done with with this with this uh, Dom Dominic Mysterio Edge thing, or whether it's uh, uh, Damian Priest, Finn, and Edge. I don't know. I, I still see a lot of possibilities. I'm not ruling out somehow Rey Mysterio getting involved again. I know they moved into a different show for a reason, but I feel like there's there's more that can be done with this. And I just don't know where they go, quite honestly. So I'm interested in what everyone else thinks. But and admittedly, I haven't read any of the like the spoilers and whatnot to go with this. So I'm just giving you my honest, raw opinion of what I would like to see. And or what could be we could see. But who knows? But again, that was a pretty cool match to get in there, too. But I want to jump to the U.S. title uh, elimination chamber match. And to me, this is where your star of the night was born, or or maybe the, a star became a superstar. You know, Montez Ford didn't win the match, but I think he won the night, uh, or was one of the winners of the night without winning his match. I mean, he that spot of climbing up to the top of the chamber and dropping down from the chamber, uh, just the stuff he did in this match was just next level top level stuff and it is hey sorry about that folks got cut off talking about montez ford but let me go ahead and kind of figure out what add to what i was saying uh i think montez like i said he said he won the night i think he put himself in that you know superstar type category but this is the one where I don't know what happens with him going forward to Mania. You know, the Usos having both sets of belts makes the tag titles a tricky thing for booking. And we've already seen the Street Profits versus the Usos last year. It was fun. Do you really want to run it back? I don't know. And the same goes with Roman having both of the title belts. You know, you can't really duplicate that Kofi mania of a couple of years, a few years back when all that momentum got behind Kofi and then you could uh, put him against Daniel Bryan. There's nothing, there's no, I don't know what you do at this point, but I'm looking forward to seeing just exactly what, what comes of that with Montez, because I mean, tonight's performance was epic. It was outstanding. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I look forward to seeing what they do next with Montez. I'm, I'm a big Angelo Dawkins fan. I don't know what happens with, with, with Angelo Dawkins in this scenario. But I think between Bianca and Montez, you got a real chance to kind of create like royalty in the in the family. You can create like a, uh, a situation that's a lot different from anything we've seen. A husband and wife running the business. So we'll see. But let's go ahead and get to the big match here. 
you know, I'm just wondering, well, the only one that kind of felt goosebumps hearing the crowd cheer for Sami Zayn. I mean, that was wild. I mean, the I knew the emotions would be crazy in the match, and it delivered. This match continued that, I mean, one of the best storylines that we've seen in a long time with this angle. I mean, you got Roman talking shit to Sammy's wife. You got him calling Sammy a piece of shit during the match. You know, basically telling his wife, I didn't want this. He did this and as he's beating him down. You got, you know, Sammy, you know, you got uh, two refs go down. Jimmy Uso helps Roman. Jay returns, doesn't help anyone, but gets in the way. You know, you got... All, Roman's dialogue during this time and the way Sammy sold everything was just outstanding. His interactions, or both of their interactions, were next level stuff that I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed. I mean, and before we can, you know, got to give some big props to to Sammy. This dude was—he made Johnny Knoxville look good last year at WrestleMania, which I think he deserves more credit than he got for that. I know it was a gimmick match; it was silly, but not everyone can pull off what Sammy did last year at Mania. And he gave us one of the best matches during Roman's current title run. Right, um, current title run tonight. It was you no. Know, it was I because this is one of the best matches I can recall seeing in a while. You now, obviously, Roman keeps the belt. Then we get to see Kevin Owens come out. You know, in Kando, we had to get some Kevin Owens. There was no way we weren't going to get some Kevin Owens. You know, he came. You know, he had to give the fans of Canada something to feel good about because Sammy didn't get the belt. I don't think anyone expected Sammy to win the title, but it was a hell of a ride getting to the part where he didn't, getting to the end of that match. This is definitely one of the best pay-per-views, excuse me, I mean premium live events that I've seen in a long time. Top to bottom, a solid show. I'm looking forward to seeing what comes on Monday Night Raw and where we're going forward from here. So that's it for me. I'm signing out. Jason Jones. Yes, we're watching Wrestling Podcast. Catch you sometime soon. I'm out.